Welcome everybody to the Nerdpool Podcast with the fat fool who loves Deadpool, your host, Jamie. The water's fine. Come on in. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Nerdpool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me. It's me. It's the J-M-I-E, your 47th favorite podcast host, and as always, your Sherpa down the road of nerdiness. And yes, I know, again, my voice sounds nasally. This time of the year is a pain in the butt. Uh, the weather here is jumping. It is going from 70 to 30 to 80 to 20 to 40 to 72 to 64. It just does hell and does a nightmare job on your sinuses. So if I sound nasally like I normally do this past couple of episodes, I apologize. As I promise, I am not actually trying this. This isn't a new voice. This is just kind of nasally at times. I, I, I don't know. Um, also, uh, I've been getting a lot of questions regarding the fact that my schedule has been kind of messed up. You know, I haven't, I've been missing a few weeks releasing episodes here and there. And up until at least the first of the year, I'm probably going to be on a bi-weekly schedule instead of a weekly schedule so basically that means you know every other week I'll get one but it's only a couple weeks left in the year it's just with the way my work schedule has been going and uh, a lot of other things going on the holidays and so on it is just it's been a nightmare to find time to not only record but edit and process and do all my due diligence to bring you the best quality content that I can provide so with that being said, like I said, up until at least the first of the year, it's going to be on a bi-weekly schedule more than likely. Um, I'm still going to try to do my weekly, but if, if it's only every other week, please forgive me. Please stick with me and please don't be don't be upset with me. Uh, like I said, I've, get, I've been getting questions about it and wondering if everything is okay. Everything is fine. It's just, you know, there's a lot going on this time of year. And by the way, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. I hope everybody is ready for the busy Christmas season. And I hope everybody is ready to have a, a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, a Happy Kwanzaa, a Happy Festivus. Whatever it is you celebrate, I hope you enjoy it. And I hope you have time to spend with your family and friends as we celebrate this time together and of giving and of sharing. Now, today's episode is going to be a very special one for me. We're closing in on episode 100, which I still am trying my best to figure out what I want to do for episode 100. Um, I've got a few ideas. It's just getting them together and getting everything set into place for it. So when it gets time for episode 100, that might take a little bit to do. I apologize for that in advance if it does. But right now, it looks like we're on track to hopefully have episode 100 on schedule. But it's working, and again, it's just putting all the pieces together for what I'm wanting to do of any of the couple of ideas that I have. But today's episode, um, recently I went, and not only did I see Jay and Silent Bob reboot on the Reboot Roadshow World Tour, but again, with that, I got to see my idol, my mentor, my guru, my reason for what I'm doing, uh, Kevin Ornthal James Smith, that is not his middle name, please don't quote me on that, I just thought it was funny to give him a middle name like that, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes are on the Reboot Roadshow, they're taking the movie around the world, showing it to a live audience, doing Q&As to sold out arenas 
everywhere in the U.S., in Canada, and overseas in the U.K. I recently went to the Nashville show November 19th, and I will tell you right off the bat, um, I, I, I was too excited to see this, like, again, I'm, I'm a, the Kevin Smith is my favorite director, I am such a huge fan of his, of everything he does, that when it, when it came time for him to walk out, I cried, people, I mean, not ugly, you know, like, I wasn't, like, if I had mascara running, but it would, it would have been bad if he had seen me, I got there about a, two hours early, and when I got there, the line was already wrapping around the building, where they were at, at the Belcourt Theater in Nashville, Tennessee, check them out, it's, a nice place, nice venue to watch a movie. They do a lot of indie stuff, and basically the movies that get, the movies that are going to be nominated for Oscars, these are one of those. You know, there's there's two-seat theater, and it shows a lot of independent films and upper echelon type films. Uh, standing outside among my people, as I hear people talking about other Kevin Smith films, I hear people, you know, chatting and debating movies, which one's best. You know, just just getting the general idea of these are my people. These are the people that are, that think like me. They have a sense of humor like me. The story that comes to my mind was the woman behind me. She was she was a little bit older than I am, and she was talking to her husband. Her husband's not a Kevin Smith fan. Uh, I gathered that by the way he was talking and acting. He did it basically to make her happy because she's such a huge huge fan of the films that he does and the podcast that he does I got that she's she's like me she's a fangirl and he wasn't now I'm not saying he didn't enjoy the films he just you could tell he wasn't as into it as she was she was talking about her brother and he said well why didn't he come and her exact quote was well this isn't exactly his type of movie he likes dick jokes but he he doesn't think fart jokes are funny and I paused and I turned and I looked at her and she looked at me, and she, she said, yeah, I know, because we both get it. Dick and fork jokes are going to go hand in hand. There they really are. If you're doing dick jokes, you're going to do fork jokes. I mean, it's kind of that, that, that childish sense of humor that we all hope we all claim to grow out of, but we still laugh at when something like that is brought up or a joke about that is made up. So as I'm standing in line, I'm hearing this stuff, and they start letting us in. I start getting nervous. And it's not like I'm not even I'm not even meeting him. Like I didn't get a chance to get the meet and greet tickets. They were sold out. Uh, they have meet and greets where you get to you know take a picture, get a sign, get an autograph, and basically just shake his hand, say hello. And then they had one, the special one, that was for seven hundred and fifty dollars, where you get everything I just mentioned, plus you get time alone. So basically, you're getting I think it's five to ten minutes with Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith. And I was going to get these tickets. I was going to say, fuck it. I was going to bite the bullet. And I was going to get these tickets. I mean, I was going to go with that electricity if needed for these tickets. And unfortunately, they sold out. So, I was I was bummed. But hey, I was getting there. So, as we're walking in, I'm getting nervous. Like, like the hairs on my arm are standing up. I'm getting goosebumps. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm trembling a little bit. And people are going to make fun of you. Like, like what, what's the big deal? Guys don't understand, you know, take your childhood hero take somebody that you have idolized forever you know the person that you would most want to meet be emulate whatever take that person and say you're going to see them you're going to meet them how are you going to feel 
you're going to feel anxious. You're going to feel like you're nervous. And then that that's how I felt. I mean, this is this is Kevin Smith. This is, you know, Clerks. This is Clerks 2, Dogma. This is Silent Bob. This is the proprietor of Smodcast. This is the one that got me into podcasting. They got me the one to write a movie. This is the guy that showed, told me that, that I've listened more than anybody to shoot for your dreams. And I know I'm sucking the dick of Kevin Smith right now. And maybe that's because, well, basically because I modeled a lot after him. And a lot of people are going to tell me that he might not be the best person to model your life after. But he's somebody who wanted to do something, followed his dreams, and even to this day is still pursuing that dream, is still living that dream. How can you not like Kevin Smith? And he stays humble. He's one of the ones that will take a picture with every fan that, that that's around him. He's nice to everybody. You never hear anything bad about Kevin Smith. Never. Anyway, and we're sitting down in the theater, and the show's running a little late because they're filing in. There's, there's really so many people outside that they're trying to file them all in and get them all ready. Um... As we're as I'm sitting there and I'm getting this anxious, you know, I've got the leg jumps and everything. And the woman come a woman comes out and says, you know, we're gonna start in a few minutes and when they come out they're like, you know, no no videotaping the movie, no stills in the movie, which I completely get. And she's like, Y'all enjoy. And so I'm I'm just like, Oh my god, it's coming. The moment they you heard the music hit and he walked out. He walks out in his backwards white cap, his purple blazer now, his jorts, and his slip-on shoes, like seriously, when he walked out, I, I just started having tears in my eyes, I started crying, and again, it's not ugly crying, y'all, stop making fun of me, it's, it was, you know, I'm, I'm just so happy in this moment, because I am 50 feet, if that, from my idol, he says hi to everyone, and this is one moment, and this is going to sound strange, but this is the moment that, honestly, I felt, you know, when people tell you that feeling that somebody is talking directly to them, like a TV show or something, like it's speaking to me. They're speaking to me. This is how it was. Like, like I kind of felt, and that you know, I I felt like me and him were having the conversation. He was doing the talking, but we were having the conversation. And I know this is sounding like they're like, "Wow, you are in love with Kevin Smith." I'm not in love with Kevin Smith. He's just again, he's he's my hero. He's my idol. Of, of what life should be, enjoying life, and I kind of had that feeling of, of, like, no one was around, so you could say that at the moment, I mean, I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it, and, but I'm just watching, and I'm laughing, and I'm hearing them talk, and tell about, you know, a little bit about how they started the movie, what made them decide to do the road show, uh, what made them, you know, decide where tour, cities they were taking it to, and just telling a little bit about the tour, we saw some previews for the tour that he had done with the sponsor Audible, which were hilarious. Then he had an intro to the movie, and then the movie was going to start. Now, he's saying that there's that he's going to be in the back watching it, and that he's going to be videotaping the crowd with, you know, getting their reactions and stuff. So, conveniently, I'm constantly looking back behind me. No, I'm just joking. Like, uh, uh, as the movie dies down, the movie comes on, the movie is... A love letter to not only Kevin Smith, but to every fan of the View Askew universe. Uh, and the View Askew universe, you know, is Clerks, Clerks 2, Dogma, Chasing Amy, um, 
Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Mall Rats, all these films that involve Jay and Silent Bob is the View Askew universe. View Askew Productions was the first, you know, was the first film company he always started the doing, and we're what and as this movie's coming, it's just it's it's hilarious top to bottom. I laughed the entire time. There's so many cameos from big name stars in this, and every time a former star comes on, people are clapping and people are hooting and hollering. People are saying out the name. Every time a star comes on in general, so constantly you're hearing clapping and you're hearing hoots and hollers. We get the return of Brandon St. Randy. And in this one, he's he's the lawyer for Jay and Silent Bob. They never kind of explain why he's a lawyer. They never explain that he was a gay porn star. He's just, if you hadn't seen Zach and Miriam make a porno, you don't know this character. You don't know why this character is being so hypersexual and super gay. But... To me, that's what made the fun part of it. Because you're still going to laugh at it, even if you're a little confused by it. But the people in the know know. And I know you're going to tell me that, you know, it shouldn't be a movie for people in the know. It should be a movie for everybody to enjoy. If you can't enjoy this movie because you say there's too many inside jokes, then that's on you. Okay? Because this film is very enjoyable on its own. It's also, like I said, it's a love letter to the fans, the ones that stuck with him. These, this movie does rehash some jokes from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I admit that 1,000%. However, the thing is, with it being a reboot, it makes sense. Also, if you saw when they did Dumb and Dumber 2 and they brought back Jim Carrey and J- Jeff Daniels, they rehashed jokes, and they did this in, also in um, Joe Dirt 2, A Beautiful Mind. They rehashed the exact same jokes but they were outdated and they just didn't work you know for some reason it didn't work in this movie they rehash them but they date them to a bit and it works it's it works for the characters you have these characters that are more or less stuck in the time that they were in you know Jane Silent Bob or basically kind of stuck in the 90s uh, we get to meet Jay's daughter there will be spoilers in this, I'm going to try not to spoil the film because I know a lot of people haven't seen it because it hasn't been a wide release. So I'm not going to try to really spoil the film, but there might be some spoilers. But from the trailers, you get to meet Jay's daughter, played by Harley Quinn Smith. And I will tell you this these two, their interactions are awesome. Um, Jason Mewes, again, has been there since Harley's been a, a, a baby. You know, he's Kevin Smith, one of his best friends, so he has watched her grow up. The chemistry these two have is awesome. You can actually believe their father and daughter because of their their interactions. Harley Quinn Smith is a, a great actress in this. She plays her role to a T. Jason Mewes has grown leaps and bounds as an actor. He has a, a moment in this film that is actually very heartfelt and touching and will make you, you know, it, it grips at your chest because that's how that's how good he is. It's his the movie is him trying to come to grips with being a father, trying to father somebody while not knowing how to be a father cuz he never had one, not knowing if he's ready to be a father and being on this weird journey to stop this movie from getting made because in this time it's because they're going to lose their names and cannot use Jay and Silent Bob. Um we get a lot of cameos, Craig Robinson, Joe Manganiello, Manganiello, um, the very ripped guy from 
How I Met Your Mother and Magic Mike and Magic Mike 2 and he was going to play Deathstroke in the DCU. I'm sorry for butchering your name. I can never pronounce your last name. Joe Manglinella. Um, Justin Long's in this. As we know, Ben Affleck returns. Um, I'm not going to spoil the character he plays because it's a pretty big character. We get the debut of Logan Lee Muse, Jason Muse's daughter. Um, Joni Adams makes a return. I'm not going to tell you the character she's playing, although you can kind of guess these characters from the because they're connected to the previous films. Matt Damon returns. Um, we get the on-screen appearance of Kevin Smith's wiener dog, Shecky, which I remember watching the film, and when he came on screen, I was the only one who knew him, and I just screamed out, Shecky. I knew it. I knew who the dog was. And it's great. We get newcomers in this. We get added people coming in. The film is hilarious. The film is well shot. Um, the story, while being a rehash, does a lot of things differently. And it it just really works because they keep reminding you what the difference between a reboot and a remake. There's a huge difference and they explain this throughout it. Um, getting to see the return of the mall, getting to see Jason Lee reprising one of his iconic roles is incredible. It was fun. And the, the film, while rehashing jokes and some jokes, bringing in new ones, this is the most Kevin Smith film there is. And I don't mean that in a bad way. And, and if you're not a fan of Kevin Smith, I think you can still enjoy this film. Because Jay and Silent Bob are pop culture icons. They really are. They, they've stuck around this long. And even at this point, when you would think that they were too old to be doing the jokes they're doing, or that it wouldn't work, it still works. Now, again, you're going to tell me that the fans of his are going to love this. And of course, you know that because it's, it's basically a film made for them. And that's what I said. It was a fan service to them. But this film, Kevin Smith said that he feels this is his favorite film. This is the best film that, you know, he's done. And and it might be because he, he got to replay with his toys again and he wasn't told he couldn't. But I also feel that it is one of his best films because you can tell through this entire thing that this was, he put a lot of work into this. From the script, from the the actor choices, the the writing, the shooting, everything that they've done in this film, you can tell that he was having fun, and it seems like he was back to when he was younger, and films were 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 his. You know, the the films were his to play with and to do with as he pleases. Not to say that you know Yoga Hosers or Tusk or anything like that, but. Those are films that just came about in a weird way. And he said, hey, I wonder if I can do this. This is the film he's wanted to do. And he did it. And you can tell his heart is 100% into it. The film is going to make you laugh. And it's actually really well shot. Uh, you know, uh, it's shot in Kevin Smith's style of filmmaking, which is kind of lackadaisical or lazy, if you will. That's what a lot of people call it. But it's more of a subdued style. It's not a bunch of transitions and a bunch of, you know, boom, boom, in, out, in, out, in, out. It's shot in the way that people can follow easily. with. They can follow with their eyes. They can follow with their ears. 
and it gives you a sense of who the characters are. This has a lot of great character building in it. Um, again, they build Jason Muse's character in this film better than they have in any film there was. The, the character of Jay takes a real growth here. And you'll see when you actually see the film. I mean, he goes from being Jay, the pothead who's addicted to sex, you know, and just wants to talk about dicks and pussies and weed all the time. He goes from that to trying to figure out how to be a dad to really becoming a dad. And you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, the film takes unexpected turns. The film, when you feel like you're going one way, will kind of shift you in another way. Everybody in this film has does an amazing job playing the role in which they're in. The casting is great. The, the music is great, like this, this film, and again, it may just be because I'm a Kevin Smith fanboy, but I really enjoy it, and this is actually one of my favorite Kevin Smith movies, this is up there in, in you know, the top of films he's done, simply because it's, it seems like it's the most mature Jay and Silent Bob movie, which is the weirdest thing I think I've said about a Jay and Silent Bob movie, it might be the strangest thing you ever hear about a Jay and Silent Bob movie. I know I'm not really reviewing the film. I'm just giving you opinions on it because, again, there's spoilers that I want to give out, but I, I don't want to spoil it because it's, since it's such a limited release and it was, you know, in theaters for two day or two day special event everywhere in certain theaters and then it's went on the road show and until it comes out, like, I, I don't want to spoil. This is one film I don't want to spoil for everybody, uh, especially if you're a fan because, you know, like, if you're watching... When, you, when we were talking about Joker, we were talking about Endgame or, you know, anything like that. It's such a wide release that, if you know, I could spoil it. If I did spoil it, I could say, you know, hold on, you know, you can go see the film first. This one, you might not see it for a couple months. And I, I don't want you to not have, be able to listen to the, the sultry and, and beautiful voice that is coming through this microphone and through your speakers into your ear holes right now as because you haven't seen the film. So... I'm keeping it to a, a bare minimum on the film. Um, that's to say that the costume design is good. Um, if you've seen the trailer, you know about Iron Bob, or uh, as Jason Muse calls him, Iron Bob, which got a laugh out of me. That that suit is spot on great. We don't... Um, there, there's one big... Big, big character that was in the original Jay and Silent Bob that couldn't be in this film because a certain mouse company wouldn't let him. So we're missing Mark Hamill in this. He didn't get to get his cameo, uh, which sucks because if he could have returned as Cockknocker, it would have been hilarious. We didn't get to... Chris Jericho does an amazing job in his role, which again, I don't want to spoil if you haven't seen it. Just know this, it'll be, it's a role that you didn't think that uh, you would ever see it in, and his interaction with Silent Bob is hilarious. And after the film was over, um, this is one film where through the credits, you're not going to get to go to the bathroom. This isn't a bathroom break. Uh, there's no after credit scene because the entire credits is scenes. It's outtakes, it's other takes, it's deleted scenes through the entire credit scene. And you get some really funny moments in the credit scenes that were probably funnier than what was in the film. 
and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean like the outtake was good, or it it would the scene wouldn't have progressed the story, but it was hilarious at the point. So you get to see all that. He made it to where sitting through the credits isn't a chore, you know, just to get to a fifteen second clip. The entire credit scene is clips and episodes, and you know. Stuff that didn't make the film, but you're going to laugh at. Afterwards, we do the Q&A. Jason Mewes has a hard time standing in the spotlight. He likes to kind of stand off to the side. He says that the light hurts his eyes. Kevin Smith tells him, well, don't look at it. And he said, well, then I'm just looking at the floor and answering questions, and it looks weird. Uh, Kevin Smith, again, answers the majority of the questions. I don't know if I'm actually allowed to tell you some of the answers he said. He told the story of of getting Ben Affleck to do the film. Um, how somebody asked Ben Affleck if he would do the film. He said, I've not been contacted. He said, I'm free. Um, and somebody told him that. And he said, well, I don't know how to get in touch with him. They Jordan and them said, do you not have his number? He said, I have three, but I don't know if they're his. They said, well, just text one and just call one and find out. So he texts one and he says, hey, who's this? And then, or he just said, hey. And the next one is, who's this? And he said, who's this? And he said, he just put B-A, which is, if you're following, the initials for Ben Affleck. And he said, who's this? And he just put K-S. And so they got on, they you know were talking, enjoying each other. He asked about him being in the film. He said, yeah, I'd love to. And he said, are you doing it on the back lot in Hollywood? He said, no, we're doing it in New Orleans. You have to come down immediately. And he said, uh, <clears throat> he asked him, he, he said I didn't have a role for him, but he would find one. And he said, somebody said something about Cockknocker. And he said, I can't ask Ben Affleck to be Cockknocker. And then he asked him, he said, you know, will you play Cockknocker? He said, yeah. So he's flying him down. And then he's like, wait a second, I got this scene here where I can change this and he can end up playing this character instead. So he texted me and said, would you rather play, would, would you be opposed to playing this character instead of Cockknocker? He said, I would much rather play that character than fucking Cockknocker. So that was a cool little moment. He told the story of getting um, Jay and Silent Bob made. He told the story of putting Clerks 3 together and the trials with Jeff Anderson. After seeing him at a Clerks 25th anniversary event and them talking, he said Jeff Anderson was like, I didn't think you would want to talk to me. Kevin said, I love you, man. You know, I'd always want to. He goes, I just really want to get this done. They hashed it out. And it's no it's no secret on this because he's actually said this, that um, they're going to do Clerks 3. And he said that he's going to do, that he had to completely rewrite the script because he took... Clerks 3 and kind of rewrote it at times to make Jay and Silent Bob reboot. He took a lot of the jokes, a lot of the stuff from Clerks 3 script to make Jay and Silent Bob reboot. And Jeff Anderson asked him, he said, we're going to use the same script. He said, I, I can't really do it because of that. You know, Clerks 3, he said, was going to be opening to Randall having a heart attack and, you know, saying that he wasted his life and him basically trying to do something to put his stamp on the world. That was going to be the original opening of, or the original plot for Clark's three. 
he kind of said after his heart attack, he didn't think he wanted to do that anymore. So they, he's rewriting it. But we are going to get a Clerks 3. Also, he said we're getting another sequel to another one of his films. Again, I don't know if I'm going to release this. I mean, they didn't tell us we couldn't. So, but he said they're, they're also, while speaking with the distributors of the film, Saban Films, yes, that's Saban who did the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger films, are going to be releasing it and doing distri- distribution in the U.S. Universal bought the rights to distribute overseas. Universal owns Mallrats, and when they were doing the thing, doing the contract negotiations for the distribution, Kevin Smith said that he told them, "You have something I want. I want to play with. I, I need. I need you to let." Or they asked him if he needed, you know, if he had. They had anything they could do to help him out. He said, "Yeah, you have something I want to play with. Let me play with it." And they said, "What is it?" And he said, "Mallrats." And they said, "Okay, well, we can work with that. Send us a two-page, you know, test script." Or whatever. So he said that we're going to be hopefully getting Mallrats 2, which I could not be more excited for. Um, and that, that's going to be awesome if we get, like, like I'm so excited. When he said that, Clerk's story is big. But when he said Mallrats 2, I was like, oh my God, yes. He also is planning on still doing Moose Jaws to round out his, you know, his northern horror trilogy, um, Moose Jaws, again, is going to be Jaws, but with a moose. That's going to be his next three films. Hopefully, that's what he's planning on. That's what he's shooting for. Um, I didn't get to ask the, any questions. I didn't get a chance to. Honestly, like I, I, I was I was trying to, and I was, I was nervous. I was nervous about talking to him. I didn't know what I was saying. I was afraid I was going to fangirl out. And yeah, I said fangirl out. I was going to shriek and scream and cry. I was worried. But, you know, I just I, there were so many people there trying to get questions. I didn't get a chance to actually get my questions asked. But um, Jason Mewes, if if I could have asked a question, it would have been with Jason Mewes doing the film that he has done earlier this year, um, Madness and the Method. If you haven't seen it, go see it or go rent it, watch it, buy it, you'll enjoy it. He directed it, he helped write it, and I was wondering what's his next movie, what's the next film that he's planning on doing, because that film is a big difference and shows the acting range that Jason Mewes actually has, who's actually become, like I said, a really good actor in his own right. So that would have been my big my big question. I don't know where we're going from here. I just know the Kevin Smith film. I don't know anything about that, but I just know that the whole experience was worth the six-hour drive, you know, to and from. Um, seeing him, seeing Kevin Smith, seeing Jason Mew, seeing these two icons of pop culture and seeing the guys that have helped shape what I've become, which is very, very scary and strange to say, was such a thrill for me. If you get a chance to see him live, go do it. You won't be disappointed. The, the stories, the jokes... Kevin Smith has a way with words. He has a way to bring a crowd in. He has a way to bring in an audience. And with his stories, make them funny, intriguing, and make them heartfelt. And I don't think there's a guy in Hollywood that's more accessible, a guy that's more open to fans, accessible, forthcoming, and just an all-around genuine guy. I don't know the guy personally. But, again, I've never heard anything bad about him. All the fan interactions, everybody says he's amazing. 
and people say that he will that they will be afraid to ask for pictures and he'll say well let's just take a picture I mean he does so much so that if they don't have a, pic, a camera on them or their phone he'll take pictures on his phone he will take pictures with them on his phone and he'll tweet them out and say you know what's your what's your picture what's your Instagram what's your Twitter and he will actually at them and that way they get their picture so they can save it and remember it what Hollywood star does that who takes a picture with their own phone to tweet out to their fans so they can have a picture with you that's that's just Kevin Smith that's the kind of person he seems to be and that's why I think he's he's really a one of a kind especially in the realm of Hollywood and the way that it works he's a special person Jason Mewes is a special person again if you get a chance to see uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot while it's on the roadshow tour Go do it. You won't be disappointed with with the Q and A's. You won't be disappointed with the the the, just the speeches and the film in general. And when it comes out, buy it. If you're a Kevin Smith fan, you're gonna fucking love it. If you're not a Kevin Smith fan, I think you could become a Kevin Smith fan after this because it's one of his best films and it is just incredibly done. So that's my little gloat on Kevin Smith. That's me um, sucking the proverbial dick of Kevin Smith enough for today. Um, I know you probably got tired of me talking good about the man, but that's just how it is. That That's what I do, and that's what I enjoy. This is one of the best trips I ever took, and I was by myself, and no no point was did I feel alone. Like I felt the joy and the love of having all these people around me who felt the same thing I did, and it's an amazing group. Kevin Smith fans are some of the best fans in the world, guys. They, they really are. They're just they're amazing fans. So thank you all for listening, liking, sharing, and subscribing. Follow me on Twitter at NerdPoolPod. Follow me on Instagram at NerdPoolPodcast. I am on Twitch at NerdPoolGaming. Again, we're probably going to be doing bi-weekly until the end of the year. Episode 100 is coming up. Pray that I get this all done right so I can get it out to you as soon as possible because it's a big deal, you know. It's, it's a huge deal to hit 100 episodes. I never thought I'd do it, but here I am. Um, go see the reboot, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. If you catch them on tour, Jay and Silent Bob reboot roadshow.com. See if it's coming to a city New Year's. If they haven't sold out yet, or even if they have, try to find a secondary ticket because you are not going to be disappointed. You might have to pay a little bit above face value, but it is well worth it. Jay and Silent Bob reboot is, is a fantastic Kevin Smith film. It's a fantastic film in general. It is a great comedy. I promise you'll enjoy it. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna stop right there and say that's nerd pool for this week. Or you know what? Snooze to the nooch.